You're listening to the Church Members Podcast, and I'm your host, Jesse Bragg. We're here with episode two of the Church Members Podcast. Today we have Brother Dwayne Moore with us. Uh, Going to be talking about uh, his ministry, <coughs> and, uh, missions, and um uh, had him preach for us today at the church, did a tremendous job, and so he's going to fill us in on some uh, faith promise and uh, explain some things like that to us. So, Brother Moore, good. You would. All right, thank you, preacher. Yes, sir. Thank you for inviting us on the podcast. Uh, podcast today, we really enjoyed being with you in service yes, today as well. Um, I think faith promise is one of the most exciting things that a church can be a part of. Um, I think it is a way that they can expand their mission footprint, fulfill the Great Commission. We know the Bible speaks about going into all the world and preaching the gospel to every creature. Yes, sir. And, uh, you know, uh, I think that sometimes that's an overwhelming task. It's much bigger than we are. Right. But it's not bigger than our God. That's right. And he never gave us a job to do that he thought we couldn't do. Yes, sir. So faith promise is such an intriguing way that we can enlist the people um, to obey God, to trust God, and then be a conduit that God will use to bring the resources in that missions needs. Dr. Stanley Blue always said, God will often give more through you than he will give to you. Yes, sir. You know, I believe that. Yeah. And it makes, it makes all the sense in the world because, but the the beauty of that is the beauty of that is, but Jesse, that, that as God uses us as that conduit, he blesses us. That's right. And, uh, you know, again, to quote Dr. Blue, he used to say, people would say, you ought not give to get. You ought not give to get. And he said, well, I plant a garden every year, but I don't plant a garden in hopes that it won't produce. I want <laughs> yeah. to give so I get. Right. And I don't think that's such a wrong attitude, right. you know, yes. to understand that God's going to honor those that honor him and honor um, the work of God, you know. I think about faith promise as a house. I think sometimes you can see it in that light. I remember Jerry and I using that illustration many years ago kind of spoke to my heart. But if you think about a house – you know that there's got to be a proper foundation. And we all know that if you don't get the foundation right, nothing in the house is going to be right. And so even in missions, I think it's important that we say that the foundation has got to be salvation. Right. People have got to be saved, but not just saved. And I say not just saved. They've got to be saved and they've got to be secure in that salvation. Yes, sir. And they've got to be confident in what they possess in Christ. So there's discipleship and indoctrination right. and those kind of things. And they need to be part of the church. And we believe in baptism and the church membership and they become part of the church. And that's got to be the foundation of faith promise giving, of mission giving and mission participation. But then if you think about the house begins to build onto that, the, the first floor of the house is learning to be obedient. I think that all of us as believers have to understand that God gave us a commandment in this area of missions. It's not a suggestion. Right. God didn't say if you feel like it or you think you can afford it or anything like that. He said, it's my commandment. He said, I want you to obey me. And we talked in Sunday school this morning about tithing. 
Well, tithing is a simple commandment of the Lord. That's right. And it should be the very first thing that as a believer, when a man comes to Christ and becomes part of the church, that he learns right. this is God's expectation. But sometimes we're afraid of that. And we're afraid of it in the ministry. We're afraid of it in pastorates. We're afraid of it in evangelism. Right. Nobody wants to talk about money. That's right. You know, and me being a pastor for, you know, this is uh, being a young pastor, uh, growing church with a lot of new converts. That's one of the things that, quote unquote, afraid almost. Yeah. You don't want to be, you don't want them to think, oh, he's always talking about money. I always want money, 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 you know. And that's one of the things I've tried to do is tried to hit home is that it doesn't, no matter how much you give to our church, I don't, my salary doesn't go that's up. That's right. You know, I'm not getting a new truck because you gave more. That's exactly you know? right. And so I've tried to instill that in our people that it's all, like you said, this morning storehouse giving. We, we, you know, it's going into the church to support this ministry and other ministries around the world, you know. Well, and it's important to note too, as a church grows, the finances has to grow. Right. And, and, and it will grow. If those that become part of that church become obedient to the commandment that the Lord has given us regarding tithing. And, and, and sometimes I'm afraid we try to get the cart before the horse mm -hmm. and we try to do other things. So when we come in and talk about mission giving, it's always important to back up and say, let's make sure we're right on the tithing. Let's make sure that we're right just on the basic things when it comes to them. Um, comes to obeying Christ and being right. a part of it. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, so when it comes to, uh, you know, and so when I when I started this this podcast, it was a big my my goal was to teach our church members or other church members uh, that listen, uh, you know, some sort of lesson of from someone that with a lot of life experience or someone who's been through a, a certain uh, struggle or trial in their life, you know, and, and with you being a, such a, so, so knowledgeable on missions, what is one thing uh, maybe that if you could tell church members, whether it be here or all over, you know, what what did the Lord instill in your heart about missions? Maybe, maybe even giving some examples as to uh, how the Lord's blessed you through giving to missions and serving missionaries and, and that thing. Well, I, I grew up. Um, I, to be blunt about it, I grew up in a series of churches when I was very young that didn't even understand missions and almost were anti-missions. I mean, there there's still a few of those around today that's. You know, they just don't see the purpose of it. They don't believe it's a biblical commandment. But the Lord in his grace brought us through that and placed us in a good fundamental church, you know, back when I was just a teenager and I got introduced to missionaries and I thought that was the most bizarre thing in the world because I'd never heard that, that somebody would leave where they are and go to these right. third world countries and, 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 and for the sole purpose of telling people about Jesus, you know, mm -hmm. um, but the churches that I grew up in, in a certain way, had always said, you know, we ought to reach them at home, we ought to reach them at home, we ought to reach them at home. And so that was instilled in my mind. But I remember there was a missionary to Germany. I don't remember his name. It's been a long, long time ago. I do recall that he played a cross-cut saw, brother. I mean, that, <laughs> he, fling that saw yeah, and yeah. make it make noise. It was cool. 
But he came in, and here's what he said. He said, some of y'all say you ought to win them at home first. He said, well, you've had 200 years. How long is it going to take? Wow, yeah. And that struck a chord in my heart, right? Mm. And uh, But I still didn't know anything about faith promise. I didn't know anything about giving. The church did missions, but it just came out of the general fund. And other than us knowing a missionary that came through occasionally, that was as far as it went. Um and several years rolled by like that. But really what made a huge impact on me in missions was going to the mission field. So 1986, I was invited to go to Long Island, Bahamas, which is an out island of the Bahamas uh, with a missionary by the name of Alan Saunders. And I went to the long, I went to Long Island in 86 and it was like a life changing experience because mm-hmm. suddenly I was surrounded by people that just simply did not know who Jesus was. Yeah. And, um, uh, you know, and and then, and then coming back from that, the Lord moved us on to some other places, and and in one of those places, I got introduced to Faith Promise, and I can still remember thinking, how in the world am I going to be able to give more, you know, than my tithe? I was in college at the time. I mean, you're just you know trying to work what you can to make what you can, and 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 I still remember the Lord putting a certain amount on my mind. And, and just stepping out by faith, and it seems so small now, but it was so big then. Mm-hmm. And I put that small amount, that small commitment, and I just trusted the Lord for it. And within a few weeks, I noticed, and, and that one's interesting because I remember I remember I got a, a, a reduction in my insurance. Now, the reason I got the reduction is because I got older. And I don't know if that would be good, <laughs> but it, it was at the time. But the reduction in my insurance was precisely the amount How about that? of that faith promise commitment. Wow. So God God did it on a perpetual basis. That's right, yeah. Oh, and I don't know. I, I would venture to say that what we're able to give now in faith promise, my wife and I, through our home church, um, our faith promise commitment is probably somewhere around, I don't know, 200 times what that first little commitment was. But the way in which God still miraculously meets those needs. Now, yeah. sometimes sometimes we can't put our finger on it. I mean, you know, we'd like to always be able to, but the Bible says faith is not sight. Mm-hmm. It's the evidence of things not seen. Mm-hmm. And so you can't always see, but you always that's, know God's there. That's right, and he's always, t- he's, he's going to meet that need. Right. You can't go wrong supporting missions. No, <laughs> absolutely mean, you're, not. You're, God's not going to, God's not going to, uh, Curse you for it, or you know, that's right. He's all, he's gonna look. He's gonna make sure that uh, you know, he, especially if you have the heart for it. And you know, when when my wife and I first got married, we I'd grown up hearing about tithing and and how important it was to tithe. And you know, I guess just being young and 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 honestly, we didn't make. No money. I mean, we were we were broke, and 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 I remember we had a preacher come through who really hit tithing and explained tithing and and talked about that faith aspect of tithing. Right. And you know, I looked at her and I said, "We we got to do it. We have to. I mean, if we're going to be right with God and 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 we're going to serve Him like we want to." This is going to have to be a part of our life, and so we started. And I can't, I can't tell you the times that God just, just. And one time in particular that I think of is 
we were living in Dallas, uh, helping start a church uh, up there. And I think I was making $12 an hour and our (laughs) bills were way more than what I was making. And she was a waitress at a little restaurant. And so we were just barely making it. And this was when, during that time and, uh, our, our cupboards were bare. I mean, literally we had no food and, um, we got a phone call just just shortly after um from her uh her dad and he called and said hey we were we wanted to come visit and on the way up here we stopped the grocery store and they had a they had a deal on on some grocery on the on some canned food you know and we bought y'all some (laughs) and uh they showed up and he drives a suburban and the whole back of that thing was full. Bought you some, of right? Canned food, <laughs> and uh, which he probably being dad, you know, he knew that we were, and so. But uh, about a week after, uh, about a week after that, uh, the church secretary and the pastor came to us and said, "Hey, um, you know, we're, the church is growing, and we uh, want to we want to give y'all two hundred dollars a month," and which was our which was right at our time and. We couldn't believe that God just immediately began to bless that commitment. Sure. You know, and so we're excited. You know, we, we give towards missions now, but we're excited to see what God can do with this faith promise, uh, that's ca- right. card, you know, that you handed out. And for us to just, to, you know, many times God says, prove me, you know. Yes. And I think he he wants us to sh- you know to prove him and uh, show what he can do. That's right. He know? wants you to he wants to show you what he can do for you and through, through you and in you. That's right. Yes, sir. What would you say to someone with the mindset? You know, we have we have building projects going on in, in our church right now, and we have to do it as the money comes in, right. uh, obviously. You know we're 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 not a wealthy church, um, but the question has been brought up to me from from members, uh, and this is just baby Christians talking, you know. But what would you say to the one that has the mindset of, hey, you know, we got so many building projects here that we can't hardly pay for, but we're sending money sure across the world to someone else. Why are we doing that when? You know, we have a need here. What would you? Well, I think so? I think the direct answer to that, uh, preacher, is is Acts one eight, because when the Great Commission was given to the church, he said, "Go into all the world, preach the gospel." In Acts one eight, he said, "Both in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and to the uttermost." And I think that's where we mess up because that word "both" means simultaneously at the same time. And yes, it would be a great thing if we could wait until, you know, there's no debt, there's no building project, everything's exactly where we want it. But meanwhile, tens of millions of souls have slipped off into eternity and met God that's unprepared. Right. So, so that's why God has told us, and, and we're just being scripturally obedient, but God's told us that it's both. We have to be investing locally. Shame on the church, by the way that has a huge mission program and doesn't do any local outreach. You know, yeah, they don't, yeah. they don't knock on a the door. They don't witness. They don't try to grow locally. So God put that into balance. I mean, he wants us to be doing just in the same, we would say that there ought to be, 
in your life or my life, there ought to be personal evangelism and there ought to be corporate evangelism. So there's some things we engage in with the church, but that's not enough. There's other things we ought to be that's doing right. privately. Yes, sir. And missions is the same way. We, we have to be reaching the world at the same time that we reach our local community. But by the way, that's why you do faith promise. Yeah. Because the tithe and to some degree free will offerings is what should be funding those building programs and outreach locally. Right. And if we're faithful in that, the resources will be there, but we still want to reach the world with the gospel. So faith promise goes beyond that tithe and gives us a budget where we can go into missions and expand our mission footprint and reach people that way. Right. And, you know, like you said, if we if we just sat around and waited, we'd never do it. we never do it. Because the buildings, okay, it gets paid for, but we're always going to be maintaining, sure. always going to be trying to do. So, you know, and just that – basic simple fact that it's just god told us to do it obedience that's right and he'll bless that and and you know the the birth rate's about 4.2 a second so i mean every second there's over four people born that's another soul that's people that need the lord yes sir and they just don't know yes sir yes sir well uh we'll wrap up the podcast if unless there's anything else you've you feel like you need to share with us that no, I do appreciate you having us come in. And I, I'm excited for you as a church because you're getting your feet wet. Yes, sir. All right. And and uh, in Luke 5, I always remember the story where Jesus told him, he said, push off from the shore. That's right. Right. And so and, and so it's a little hard. I and, mean, you know, as your people man, maneuver through their decision-making process yeah. and they're praying, they're trying to find God, we're going to deal with that in the night service a little bit. You know, it, it's such a blessing, though, because as they – as they venture out, God will venture out. That's right. And so they go a little further, God will go a little further. And and they'll see God working in that. That's right. And uh, the beauty of faith promise is that it strengthens faith. Mm-hmm. And faith can affect so many other places yes, in sir. their lives. So, you know, and that's one of the things, quickly, that well, I, I guess has been our struggle is with new converts, it's been easy to get them to visitation. Been easy to get them to the work days. Been easy to get them to doing the, getting in the groove of being at church. But when it comes to that money, yep, it's a different. That's a different ballgame. Well, finances is the one thing that we tend to be jealous over. Yes, sir. Yes, know, sir. More than our time. That's right. Well, thank you, brother Moore, thank and you, uh, we'll have you back soon, hopefully. Sounds and good. Uh, God bless you. Amen. Thank All you. Right.